Welcome to Big Brave Business. This is a podcast built on the belief that you can create absolutely anything for yourself. Whether it's a dream job or a dream life, it's all possible for you. I'm Amanda Nelson, a virtual assistant and digital marketer. And that's Sarah Heater, podcast producer and strategic consultant. Each week, we will share insights from working with dozens of clients, stories of how we got where we are, and encourage you to see us as your new business besties. So grab a cup of coffee and let's talk being brave in business. Welcome back to Big Brave Business. Sarah, how are you? I'm doing great. I'm so excited to be recording with you, my business bestie, Amanda. How are you? You know, I'm doing really, really good. It has been a busy day, but I'm excited that we're taking some time to record. You're getting ready to go on a bit of a vacation, a good long break, which is exciting. It's really exciting. This is the second fall in a row we're doing like a big two-week trip. Last fall, we worked during... And this fall, we are being we're going to be completely off, which this is quite the season to take two weeks off, but we're doing it because we deserve it and we work hard. And yeah, like you, you said to me when we were texting about this, you know, in the future, I'm not going to remember how busy work was at this time. I am going to remember this trip, though. This is definitely a memory making kind of trip. So I'm excited. I'm excited for you. And I'm very excited for our topic this week. I think it's going to be a fun one from someone who works in marketing. I love branding and I love the idea of discussing what we want our personal brand to be. In this topic, I think it's okay to say you can talk about what you want. You have more of a company than I do, so I am more of an individual. So I think my preference and view on what my brand is is much more about what do I want to be known for as an individual business? And then if you want to talk about about how you want your brand to be perceived based on values or culture or like actual branding, like what the colors of your business are. I think that's all cool too. I think we just dive into it. Let's talk branding. Okay. Do you want to do that format we sometimes do where we go back and forth, a tip, a tip, a tip, a tip? I love it. Okay. You go first then. Okay. So when I think about my brand, I want to be known as someone who is very personable. I want people to feel like I'm accessible to them and I'm a full-fledged human being. I never want to just be a person on an email. I want them to feel like they know me as an individual and that I have a point of view. I feel like there are so many people that do service-based industries online. And they're just like, I'm here to provide a service. That's all. And I don't want to be that way. I want my friends and my, like I call them my friends. I want my clients to follow (laughs) me on Instagram. I want them to feel like they know me. And like when we get on a call, we're going to talk about our our lives and what we got going on. How's your kid doing at soccer? And, you know, I'm going to dinner tonight. And what are you going to do? And it totally shows up in how I approach business, I feel like. Just being a full-fledged human being and not just being a service provider, I think it also helps me retain clients because I think people feel like they know me, that I'm not just some other person on the end of the internet. Does that make sense? Yeah, totally. I think that's really important. And I think it's really helpful because the personal interactions you get in your DMs are less 
I don't know that you get less cold pitches because everybody gets cold pitches, but you don't only get cold pitches. You get people actually coming to your inbox to talk about life or you or the, you know, like actually substantial things. And I think that's because you do what you do so well with putting your actual personality into your personal branding. So I think you do a good job. Thank you. I hope so. I think that's true. I also think that because I put myself out there and I tell people, disagree with me. I do not care about if it's LinkedIn, if it's about <laughs> if it's about <laughs> religious deconstruction, if it's about how you prefer to set up your CRM system. Like I truly don't care. I'm very open-minded to everybody's point of view. And that's why I try to make myself accessible by being a full-fledged person. <laughs> we yeah. all have our opinions that we bring to the table. I hate the idea that we can't have conversations and people can't feel like they reach out to me if we don't agree. Like I work with people in all walks of life, all walks yeah. of life. And that's what the world is like. So why don't why don't we bring that into our business? You know what I mean? So yeah. I hope that's one of the main things. And I will say it's one of the one things that I've consistently been told from multiple clients that have left me and that have stayed is they feel like they know me as a person and they appreciate that I am open about my personal life. And so, yeah, I think that's a big part of my personal brand as Amanda. <laughs> what yeah. about you? What about you with Podfox? It's interesting because I want to start with like my first thing I think would be considering the difference between a personal brand and a business brand. And, and that's something you and I have spent a lot of time on in working together is when you and I first started working together, PodFox didn't have a name. And so I just did business as Sarah K. Heater. And it was very confusing because then my business was helping people with podcasting, but it was also Sarah K. Heater. And that felt like a lot of pressure to create a business that was me on paper or on screen. <laughs> and so it just felt like so much pressure of how do I build a persona online that feels like me? And that really changed when we, pretty much when we started working together, we started working on the PodFox vision and being able to distinguish this is the company and this is me as a person. We are not the same, which is really important for me. Get ready with your drinks, guys. As an Enneagram 3 who defines myself by my work because it's very easy for me to associate my worth and my value as a human with my business success. And that is dangerous and unhealthy. So uh, being able to distinguish those means like PodFox is its own thing and Sarah K. Heater is me. And then really thinking about like what what do each of those things mean? How are they alike? How are they different? And really spending time considering that. Like what kind of content would people actually follow Sarah K. Heater for me, the person? And that's not 100% podcasting. There's things, but it's if when it is podcasting, it's more like you said about my opinions about things and my perspective on things and less about like the service that I offer. PodFox is more about the service that is offered. You know, you can go to the PodFox website for resources. You can go to the PodFox website to schedule a call. But Sarah K. Heater is a human. So similar to you, but I think considering um, if you do have like, you know, it's obviously what you and I are building is different. But if you are in a situation that's more like me, really considering how could you distinguish 
yourself as a human from your business as a business. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You've definitely gone through some major changes when it comes to thinking about branding because you did go from being at Sarah K Heater to now you are at Podfox Media, which is so exciting, you know? Well, I have both, right? And Podfox Media is really just to have an internet placeholder for, I mean, podfoxmedia.com is real, but Podfox Media like on Instagram is really primarily like, hey, this is it's a business account, right? It's a business profile. We, we aren't all trying to be Wendy's and have like a business personality. Like sometimes you just need to be able to go to a website and check pricing, right? Like you just need to be able to see what hours of service or operation something has or to find an address or to find a phone number. A person, we follow people to be people. And I think businesses can stay businesses. So yeah. Yeah, you've definitely come very, very, very far with your with what you want your business to look like. It's been very exciting to see. And you struggled a lot trying to figure out what that what the heck was it going to look like and feel like. And you've done a really good job with this come so far. Oh, thank you. It's still evolving. (laughs) We're still evolving. As always, as we always should. The next part I would say about my personal brand that's important to me is I want to really be a connector of people, of people that I trust and be known for hooking up people that are quality, if that makes sense. I think it's very easy to go online and say, hey, I know someone who is in this same industry as you, you should hook up. I think there's a totally different benefit if you are someone who can hook up people that are like can actually do business together or are actually a good fit for, for to know one another, if that makes any sense. You know, it's like a quality lead connecting person. Like, I think I'm really good at that. I've done, I'm very proud of some of the friendships and colleague relationships that I've been able to hook up with, but also I'm very proud of my own network just in general. And I feel very lucky to have the network that I have because again, I think it goes back to that personable aspect of myself. But I also think it's crazy when I look back, I never knew anybody that worked online. And now I know hundreds of people that work online, which is crazy. So I hope that, I mean, I've made connections with so many awesome business owners that I feel like we can do work together, even if I don't do work for them, but we work together on something. And I think that's been a come up, become a big part of who I am as a business owner and as a brand just this past year of really connecting people with quality connections and not just, you can work in the same industry as somebody or the same niche as somebody and not be a good fit. But I think I'm a really good discerner of personality types. And I think that plays into my brain and how I represent myself in my business. Yeah, I agree. And you and I have met a lot of people through each other. So the people connecting is real. And I think such a like what a value to be able to add to be a person who can connect people to each other. So I love that. For me, my next thing is probably going to be core values based. I think that is really important to me as a person. And so in building a business, that was just always going to be part of the vision. And I built, you know, both Sarah K. Heater as my personal brand. And that sounds so weird. I built myself. I built my name. (laughs) I built my personal brand and my business brand around core values. It's something we've spent a lot of time on, on both both sides, but especially on the PodFox side, one of the big things is wanting to be inclusive and accessible to all kinds of different people and accessible from like 
all different standpoints and inclusive from all different standpoints. And so we look at like our visuals in our marketing and we look at our copy and we look at our pricing structure and our offers and the way that you can access information. I mean, a big thing that we have talked about this year and that I've spent time focusing on evolving is visuals and making sure that we are accessible to different types of learners because so much of what I do is auditory, literally with podcasting. So a lot of the ways I present offers are also auditory but and present resources and present information. And so making that accessible through audio, but also accessible through video when possible, also visual, like graphically visual, also in text form, like just all the ways trying to be accommodating. And a similar thing is really looking at our pricing structure and really looking at who are the types of people we want to work with, which is to your point, like people from all different walks of life, which means we need to have offers and pricing structures that accommodate the people that we most want to call in and include and the people we most want to help build their platform and use their voice, which is the whole premise of the brand, right? And even that tagline in itself of your voice matters, build your own platform and use your voice because your voice matters, which is the whole like brand premise, the whole like tagline of PodFox all comes back to kind of that same core values. Like I want to be really accessible and inclusive as a service. I think there's a lot of gatekeeping online. I think there's a lot of white supremacy. I think there's a lot of exclusion. There's a lot of anti-Semitism. There's a lot of like just really exclusive, elitist, gatekeepy things out there, not just in entrepreneurship, but in all business. And so building a business that that's a top priority is really big for me. But in general, core values and really thinking about what your core values are and then how do those core values show up, like I said, in all things, your visuals, your copy, your offer, your pricing, (laughs) everything, everything that you put together. I love that. It's so true. You do a very good job with being open and inclusive for everyone. And I love that. I love that about you for sure. That's a great and it is very true to what your your tagline is. Your voice matters, you know, and I think it's a beautiful thing to have for your business. I love it. I think the last thing for me, if somebody was like, what else do you want to be known for with your business and your brand? And the more I do this, the more it's even true. This this is probably up there, the top of the list is I don't take any bullshit. Like I just don't take bullshit. So like when I first started working for for myself, I was so quick to just take whatever someone would give me. And I've grown so much as an individual and as a business owner. I just don't put up with nonsense. I told someone today who was trying, not a client, I had someone I was coaching through some stuff get kind of sassy with me. And I was like, we're just not doing that today. We're just not doing that today. I'm not, I just don't have it in me to like deal with that. And even in my personal life, and this could just be as I get older, I don't put up with nonsense. I just don't. I feel like I used to entertain so much bullshit to like (laughs) keep people in my life. And I just don't really have any patience for it. And I don't lose sleep over it the way I used to. And that goes very much so with how I work with clients. I promise you I'm going to show up and do my absolute best. And if it doesn't work out, I've said it before, it's fine. Like it's totally okay. I'll still like refer you to people and 
encourage you and root you on from afar, but I might not be the best fit for you, but I'm not going to let you be disrespectful. Like you're not going to be rude to me. I just don't put up with it. And I want people to know that about me when they sign up to work with me. Like I'm going to get a, a fun, upbeat, creative, um, like business partner when I hire Amanda, but she ain't going to put up with my nonsense. If I have a bad day, I probably need to check my tone before I send her an email. Like don't be rude. Don't be rude. I just can't deal with it. I used I used to lose so much sleep over people that had no patience for me as I was getting trained in their company or like I just I just don't have any I don't have any patience for it anymore. So, my last and final thing I would love to say today is I ain't putting up with it, Sarah. <laughs> That's so funny. I'm curious how you feel like that. How do you put that across in your branding? Mm. So it's basically it's the it's the boundaries of what I set from the very get go. I will do everything I can to land a client. But if it's a no meeting week for me, I say I'm not taking any meetings this week, but I would love to meet. I'd love to meet next week. And if somebody comes back and is like, well, I guess you didn't want my business. I guess I don't. I just don't care. I just do not care. So I put um, expectations out there first and foremost. Um, and I feel comfortable doing that because I know how hard I work. I know the hours I put on for my clients. And I would go to the ends of the earth for my clients that are good to me and are patient with me and treat me like a person. Like I would literally yes. do anything for them. Life is too short to have clients who are going to make me feel like I have to bend over like this is no, this is 2023. I don't do it. I just don't do it. So the way it looks is I set boundaries on my availability. I go ahead ahead of time and say, um, no, <laughs> like I just, <laughs> I just will say no to some things. And I will also say if someone's like, oh, and I want you to manage, this is just an example. I want you to manage my spreadsheets for my four companies and be able to do it in under 10 hours a month. No, I'm sorry, that's not going to work for me. It looks more like this. Or I'll say, I'm sorry, that's just not a, that's just not a role or a project that really energizes me or I feel like I will do a great job. I would love to refer you to someone who would love to do this for you, but I just don't think that's a good fit for me. And there are some people that get offended by that. I'm, I'm so sorry that you feel that way. This is just not something I see me doing. And the fact that there are people out there who will interview someone and dare them to tell them no, wouldn't you much rather me tell you as the contractor you're hiring, hey, I really don't want to do this? Like, hey, before I take this job, I want you to know this is not my skill set. This is not my zone of genius. Hire somebody else. <laughs> such a corporate unlearning thing too, isn't it? Because we so expect everyone else, including ourselves, to have this mindset of I have to say yes to everything and I have to be grateful for the opportunity to do work. And instead of saying like, no, there's things I will and won't do, or there's things I do and don't want to do, or there's things that I will and won't be particularly like good at. And I think that people, it takes people by surprise to hear somebody not have the mindset of, I'm so grateful for the opportunity to work for you. It's like, I mean, if it's a good fit, I'm, in, I'm grateful that it's a good fit, but if it's not a good fit, I'm not going to do it. That's the whole reason I'm doing this in the first place. And it's also a situation where I am offering to give you a referral for someone that I personally would guarantee would do a much better job than me. You're welcome. <laughs> I don't yeah. get it. So yeah. I, I set the expectation on my introductory calls. I also set the expectation on my intake form. Like we may not be a great fit. However, would you be interested in working with someone that I refer if this is a project that I'm not willing to take on at this time? 
Like, so I just set a lot of boundaries for myself. I also say like in my contract, I guarantee that I will respond to you and let you know, hey, I've received this between a certain amount of time. However, it will not be done in three seconds. Like I'm a human being, you know, I set the expectations and every business does that. Every business should do that. You know, just like a a boutique has a return policy. I have a work policy and this is my policy is I'm not putting up with no nonsense. So that's my last (laughs) and final thing. What about you? I think I'd like to spend the final thing talking a little bit about like visual branding because we haven't really touched on that since you don't really do much in the form of like copy website, that kind of thing. Uh, And your social media is mostly you. It's not like, you know, branded graphics or anything. So I want to talk about that. I think that a lot of people in our community would – that would be relevant. So for me with Sarah K Heater, just when I started out, I knew I wanted it to feel not overly masculine. I wanted it to have a feminine vibe, but I didn't want it to be like pink and glitter because although I don't object to pink or glitter, that's not really me. That's not really my personality. So I went with purple and literally that was the whole thought to it is like, it's girly, but not too girly. I wanted like clean lines, super easily readable. I did not want it to be this like, um, I don't know. I wanted it to feel like me and I think I'm girly without being princessy if that makes sense and that was really where that (laughs) Sarah K heater visual branding came from and then the Podfox branding has been an interesting journey to develop a big part of like coming up with the name and whatnot before we even came up with the actual visual assets is that I wanted a character to play with. I loved the idea of having like an animal that could be associated that then that animal could show up in a lot of places. It didn't always have to be an animal. There were lots of things we played with before we picked the name Pod Fox with um, different visual things like, I don't know, food related things or whatever. Just things that we could visually play with from a branding perspective. But I loved the idea of having an animal to have an actual character, essentially a mascot. I have this vision of having like a physical office slash studio that has, you know, foxes running down the halls and things like that. I loved the idea of having that character. And I did not know that foxes would become so freaking trendy after I Are they? They are everywhere. Pretty much any website that you shop from, search just Fox and see what comes up. Like there's literally Fox stuff everywhere, which I did not plan. But it's kind of fun because like if if you could see the visual of this or if you've ever met with me on a call, I have a little Fox guy behind me, like a little, what would you call that? Like a polygon, almost like it looks like origami sort of, but it's like- Very geometric shape. Thank you. Geometric. That's the word I was looking for. It's like a geometric fox statue thing behind me. And there's just like foxes everywhere. So I could get fox blankets. I could get fox anything. Like there's so much fox stuff we could have that doesn't necessarily have to be specifically our fox, just any fox, which is really fun. And of course, we do have a specific fox. We hired a designer. Amanda found a designer for us through another personal connection. And they created this like mascot character for us. And that's been really cool to be able to play with. And then I wanted the colors to feel bright and vibrant. And again, to really be able to channel that 
like innovator, change maker, pushing boundaries. With the Fox, I really wanted to go for kind of like getting into a little bit of trouble, but like good trouble because I'm definitely like a put your cart back kind of person. So I I like the idea of saying like we like to get into trouble, but like good trouble. We like to push boundaries. We like to innovate. And I thought the fox could really play nicely into that. So I wanted like bright, vibrant colors, but I also really wanted colors that didn't feel like Sarah K heater that didn't feel like me that didn't feel like me on paper because I wanted to be able to have the disassociation of like this is a company this is a business yeah this is not my value it's not my worth as a person this is not me on paper this is something I could sell one day like somebody else could run this company it doesn't always have to be me forever and yeah so that's kind of what I was going for there I think that comes across really well. So that's from a visual standpoint, that's kind of where I came from. But I would say thinking about kind of not just core values, but also the, like you were saying, the things you want to be known for and then thinking about how the visuals that you're creating for your business like play into those things that are important to you. So I think it was good to like kind of do this last because if you're thinking about all those other things first of like what do you want to be known for how are you setting boundaries how stuff coming across in your copy what are your core values then you can create a visual profile around that mm. instead of like picking colors you like and then trying to build a brand around that yeah absolutely absolutely I think this has been a really fun combo. I love talking about branding in general, and I love it from the perspective of you have a company, I'm an individual. Um, my thing is much more almost like reputation, like what I want my reputation to be. And I think yours is about what do you want your company to feel like and represent. I think that's really important. So I love this combo. Sarah, tell them where they can find us. Yeah, well... Hopefully, you know, we have new episodes that come out every Tuesday. So make sure if you have not followed or subscribed on your favorite podcast li listening app, please do so. So you get notified when we have new episodes. And if you haven't taken the time to leave us a review, if you have listened to an episode or two, if you like us, let us know. We love to hear it. The reviews mean so much to us and it helps us know there's like real people listening on the other side of this. So you can leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. You can also leave a review or a rating on Spotify and Spotify also has a feature where you can now reply to specific episodes and give us your thoughts on a specific episode like this one. You can tell us what you thought, what you learned, what you took away, what you think we should have included, any of the above. We would love to hear from you. We're also on YouTube. So we have totally different content on YouTube. We have new YouTube videos on Wednesdays and we're introducing you to our friends over there. We know some really cool people and it's been really fun to get a chance to ask them questions both about business and also about life and just get to hear kind of behind the scenes of, or behind the, behind the company. Who are the people behind some of our favorite brands and companies? And yes, yeah, so we're doing that over on YouTube. You can find us at Big Brave Business. And we're also on Instagram. So together we're at Big Brave Business on Instagram. Amanda is at Amanda Nelson Reads. And I am at Sarah K. Heater. And I think that's it. <laughs> we'll see you next week. See you next week. <laughs> <laughs>